listen, I don't want any more bullshit. bullshit. Well, it's got to be ass, folks. It's got to be ass, peeps. Matt Stafford is traded to the L.A. Rams for a shitload of picks. And Jared Goff and the Colts miss out on what could have been the perfect solution to their problem of their starting quarterback for next season. And so we got to ask, are they fucked? Are they fucked at QB? Or is there another solution out there, another move they can make that's perfect? We're going to get into that, but before we do, let me welcome you back or welcome you to the one and only world's famous official bullshit-free Colts podcast, the only place in the world, the only place online or anywhere else where you, my friend, can get all things Colts we're talking about, but with no coach speak, no PR, no spin, no political correctness, and most importantly, as always, no motherfucking bullshit. I'm your host, Harkon Ajala, a.k.a. the bad boy genius, at your motherfucking service, as always. I can't wait to get into this one, because this shit's got everybody popping. What will the Colts do? Now that we know, a couple days ago, the big news broke that the Detroit Lions were trading Matt Stafford to the L.A. Rams. The L.A. Rams are going all in, in a big way, on Matt Stafford. Sending the Detroit Lions two number one picks, a third round pick, and their starting quarterback, Jared Goff, and his incredible contract. But still, they're starting quarterback nonetheless, along with two number ones and a number three pick. They went all in. This is a really steep price to pay for Stafford, who has, we assume, what, two to four more years at the top of his game. But that's what they did. And in doing so, they kind of left the Colts in a tough position. I mean, Chris Ballard and his team in the Colts, have a hell of a situation they've got to navigate right now because Matt Stafford would have been the perfect choice to replace Phillip Rivers. He would have given you a franchise-level quarterback who can play at that top-five level and would have put you in position to be a realistic Super Bowl contender over the next two to four years. Now, since Phillip Rivers has retired, Matt Stafford is going to the Rams we got to take a look at what are the Colts going to do. Are they fucked? We will find out. Look, I'm going to break this shit down for you. But before I do, really quick, you know the routine. You know the drill. I want you to take your finger and smash that like button for me. It helps us out with the YouTube algorithm. Helps YouTube to show our video to more and more serious, no bullshit Colts fans. We appreciate that. So go ahead and hit that like button now. It's free. Make sure you share this video with other Colts fans or NFL fans. That's free. Make sure you subscribe to the page. That's free. All that stuff helps us out. And if you appreciate what we're doing, what I'm bringing to you, as always, I ask you to take a second and donate. 20 bucks, 10 bucks, 5 bucks, even a dollar. Any amount helps us to create more and more of the type of content that you want and bring it to you and more and more frequently. So you'll see in the uh, description below, there's two or three ways you can donate. Please help us out with that. And now, 
Let's jump back into it. I'm going to break this shit down for you. Like I said, without the bullshit and the nonsense that you might hear from other people covering this. And this is important because a whole lot of the commentary about this, uh, especially from other Indianapolis Colts media. Look, I'm not knocking those guys and ladies, but let me just tell you guys something. Here's what's different about me and most of them. They are suffering from what is called anthropic bias. This is the real bias that you see from most media. Anthropic media bias. What it means is that they cover the things that they know people want to have covered. You feel me? So in other words, they're looking for the narrative that people will flock to. Whether that narrative is accurate, true, or you know, whether it's ridiculous, doesn't really make much sense. Because they get most of their money from advertising revenue, they need clicks. They need eyeballs. So they talk about the narratives, the slants, the perspectives, the stories that they know people want to hear talked about, whether it's nonsense or bullshit or not, period. You with me? Now, what's different about me is I do this shit for the love. I do it for the love of the Colts and because I know there's a bunch of other real Colts fans out there just like me that want to hear what's really going on with the Colts and about the Colts and not any of the PR spin coach speak bullshit. You with me? So I'm not dependent on ad revenue. I'm not dependent on a paycheck from the Colts organization. I'm not dependent on access to the Colts or their players, all I'm doing is keeping it 100% fucking real. 100% a bean. You feel me? I'm giving you what's real. So let's keep it the fuck real, and let's look at the situation the Colts are in. Now that Matt Stafford, who probably was their best option, now that Matt has been traded to the Rams, the Colts are basically in a situation where they've got four main options in terms of how they can proceed. Based on the way the team is constructed right now, they can look for, try to make a trade for, bring in as a free agent, a franchise top 10 elite level QB right now that will make them a Super Bowl contender for the next two or three years and give them the opportunity to try to win a Super Bowl or two while they still have most of their people in their rookie contracts. Um, Leonard, Nelson, these are people who are, you know, uh, Brayton Smith. These are people who are going to have to get paid and paid like a motherfucker real soon. You want to take advantage of having them at the, on their rookie deals to be able to bring in all the people you have and go for it right now. So second option for the Colts, they can bring in a stopgap veteran for one or two years just while you look around for your franchise quarterback of the future. The third thing they can do is they can look for a young guy as a reclamation project, a young guy that they could bring in who maybe has the upside to where if they could reclaim this guy, if they could fix him, if they could teach him, if they could get him to reach his ceiling, he could be their franchise quarterback for the next eight to 10 years and maybe help them win a Super Bowl. And then... The fourth one, you can go into the draft, move up probably. You'll have to give up some assets, draft picks, etc., maybe players, to move up and try to draft the QB 
of the future. Now, um, like all things in the modern NFL, all of these options have pros and cons and have some level of risk and reward, right? So we're going to break down each one of them and let's look at the pros, cons, the risk and reward and try to ferret out which one would be the better move for the Colts right now. Now, before we do that, we've got to ascertain what is the goal here. Where the goal has been made very clear from the owner, um, Mr. Ursay has made it very clear. He wants to win. He wants to win now. And he wants to win multiple Super Bowl Lombardis. Okay? And I, for one, am 100 and fucking percent with him on that. Let's win one. Let's win some more. But it is about winning a Lombardi. And it is about winning now because right now you have got a really good roster put together where you've got a lot of the pieces needed to be able to make a run at getting to him winning a Super Bowl. All right, all right, all right. Let's talk about the first two. And then we'll tackle the next two in the next podcast because I want to be able to really take the time to kind of dive into each of these so that it makes sense for you and we can kind of really look at you know set the emotions and everything aside that you've been hearing people talk about over the last few days since the trade people are all in their emotions all in their feelings let's set all that aside and really look at this shit for what it is okay so the first option go out get a franchise qb right now that gives you a chance to win the super bowl for the next two or three years well um who are the possibilities for being able to do this. Well, there really are only three of them, maybe four, maybe four. But basically, if we're going to do this, we're going to have to get Aaron Rodgers, Deshaun Watson, Dak Prescott. Those are the three for sure. And the fourth, the fourth, and this is a, this is a maybe, 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 maybe Matt Ryan. Maybe Matt Ryan is still good enough that he could, over the next two or three years, be able to take you to a Super Bowl and win it. We don't know about that because of his age, uh, because the Falcons' offense has been trash over the last year or two, and also because, I mean, he did he wasn't able to get the shit done in the Super Bowl where they blew a 28-point lead to uh, the fucking uh, Patriots, the hated Patriots. Now, the problem... With the, or let's talk about let's talk about the pros of this approach first. Well, the first thing is you don't have to wait. You get to take the roster that you built and take full advantage of that roster. Bring in a quarterback that can elevate it to the point where you can go and maybe win a Super Bowl now, this year, the year after, maybe the year after that. Maybe you got three years, but at least the next two. Aaron Rodgers would certainly put you in contention to do that. So would Deshaun Watson. Probably Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott would certainly make you a Super Bowl contender, but it's not as guaranteed that we know he can take you there and win it. And then maybe Matt Ryan. Now, here's the problem with this one, of course. Um, All these motherfuckers are going to cost you a lot of money. Um... Rodgers and Watson you'd have to trade for and you would have to give away some very significant draft capital or not draft capital but assets draft picks significant maybe players 
and then you need them to agree to trade them to you. Now, Aaron Rodgers maybe, but we don't know that Aaron really wants to leave. I doubt that he does, and I doubt that the Green Bay Packers want to let him go. Not this year anyway. Deshaun Watson, we already know, has demanded a trade. The Houston Texans, though, I highly doubt, no matter what you would offer, that they would ever consider trading him to Indianapolis. You just don't want to trade him and then have to play him twice every year in your division. So I just don't think that's likely. I I think that will never happen. Aaron Rodgers, maybe, but it would have to get to the point where they would say he's available, and then you'd have to be willing to give up what they'd be asking, which would be a lot. Now, Dak Prescott is a free agent, but there is no reason to think that the Dallas Cowboys are not going to do whatever they have to do to re-sign him. So here's one of the big problems. I mean, not only are they expensive, but a lot of them may not be available to you. Then you got Matt Ryan. We don't know, again, whether or not the the Atlanta Falcons will be open to trading Matt Ryan. My guess is they would be for the right price, but... Again, is this something that the Colts are going to really feel like it's a good idea to give up significant assets to get Matt Ryan? Because, again, he's getting older. He's already older. And we're not 100% sure yet if what we've seen in the decline of their offense is because of the weapons around him, the offensive line not being very good, bad coaching, or is it Matt Ryan is actually just declining? as we usually see with all older quarterbacks. I don't know. So, I mean, if you take those first three, and especially the first two, Rodgers or Watson, um, it would almost be worth it would almost be worth giving up whatever you had to give up because both of those two instantly make you a Super Bowl contender, instantly put you in position to where you become one or maybe one of the favorites to get to the Super Bowl. One of, not the favorite. Because remember, you still got to go through Kansas City. And and this is another reason why this could be risky. Because even if you get them, okay, you're still not sure you can get by Kansas City in the next year or two or even three because Mahomes is still going to be there. And look, if you can't, now that quarterback, with the exception of maybe Watson, but with Rodgers, okay, now three years in, he's about done and you are sitting with all that money tied up and, you know, probably having to have lost players. You've given up draft assets. And so now you're, you're going into the cellar. You with me? Maybe never having even been able. So in other words, if you don't win the Super Bowl after making a play for one of those guys, it doesn't really do. It doesn't do you any good. It didn't pan out. Now, Watson and Dak Prescott are young enough that I really would say if you could get one of those two, I would go for it. I would go for it. I just don't think it's likely to be possible. I don't think, I just don't think it'll happen. I really don't. Anyway, the next option is to get a stopgap vet for a year or two while you look for your quarterback of the future. Uh, I mean, here's the thing with this one. You know, you're looking at bringing somebody in like maybe Cam Newton, Nick Foles, Andy Dalton, Marcus Mariota. Uh, I mean, maybe 
Teddy Bridgewater, Matt Ryan might even fit in this in this category. We don't know, you know, but he's not far above it. The point is, though, with those names that I just said to you, do any of them excite you? I mean, they shouldn't because here's the thing. If you bring in one of these guys, you know, maybe you'll win nine games. Maybe you could get lucky and win 10. You also are likely to win seven or eight. You know, you're not going to be horrible, but you're going to be right in the middle. And so what good does it really do you? What you end up with are getting, you know, middle-of-the-road draft picks. You're basically spinning your wheels. While all of the talent on your team are just getting older, getting a little more wear and tear on them, these guys are just going to basically keep you treading water while you look for your future quarterback. And, I mean, that's okay, I guess, if you just don't want to have a down year. But in my opinion, what the fuck is the use? What's the use of doing this when you know when you bring these guys in you're not going anywhere? I would rather, I'd rather see Jacob Eason or, you know, bring in a young guy, not fucking Jacoby Brissett, okay? You could put Jacoby Brissett in in with those other names as a stopgap vet for a year or two, okay? You're going to win six games, seven games, eight games. Maybe you get lucky for nine games, but you're not going anywhere. I'd rather see Jacob Eason throw him in there and let's see what you have or some other young uh, quarterback you take a flyer on. I really would. And let them, you know, let's see what you have. Let them grow. Let them take their lumps and maybe we find out we got something. But in my opinion, bringing a stopgap vet for a year or two is just a waste of time. It's fucking boring. I'm not even going to really. Who wants to watch it when you know that that guy's not going to be here, you know, more than a year or two? And then that guy's also not taking you anywhere. You, you, you get what I'm saying? So I think that is a terrible idea. I hope they don't do it. But, you know, it is an option. It is low risk, but it's also very low reward. And I think you run the risk of the team stagnating and, you know, you getting yourself in position where now you still got to find a quarterback of the future. You still got to find a quarterback and, and get him his, uh, you know, get him his, his time in to where he can learn and grow. And you're just pushing that down the road. So now your quarterback of the future isn't ready to really lead you anywhere for maybe four to five seasons from now. And in the meantime, Darius Leonard, Nelson, Braden Smith, all the young guys, Julian Blackman, Kari Willis, Okariki, you know, in the meantime, these guys are burning through their prime. I just don't think that makes much sense. But like I said, it is an option and it is a possibility. We'll see what happens. Now, the next two I think are the ones that are most, uh, I don't know, I think probably most interesting and the ones that warrant the most discussion, the ones where you're going to have the most disagreement because you're getting into some, you know, into, you know, some very high risk, but also possibly very high reward. And that's looking for a young guy you can bring in and as a reclamation project with a high ceiling or going in the draft 
looking for the quarterback of the future, the franchise quarterback of the future. Both of them are risky. Both of them are fraught with the possibility of failure, but both also could yield some major, major wins, could lead to big-time success, and yes, even a Super Bowl win or two. We're going to talk about it in depth in the next podcast. But what do you think? Let me know in the comments below. Don't be fucking shy. Don't be bashful. We ain't shy and bashful here at the Bullshit Free Colts podcast. Let me know in the comments what you think about the first two options the Colts have. Do you agree? You disagree? Did I miss any players that should be talked about or considered? Did I overlook anything? What do you think? Voice your opinion in the comments below. But as always, no bullshit. And I will see you in the next one. As always, I appreciate you listening, watching. I want to thank you for being here. And I'll leave you as I always leave you to you, my dear listener, watcher, as well as any Colts players, coaches, front office people who are listening or watching because I know y'all do. I will leave you as I always do by saying, regardless of the fact that fucking Matt Stafford is a Ram now, let's go out and win another fucking Lombardi, baby. Peace. And win another fucking Lombardi, baby. And win another and win another fucking Lombardi, baby. And win another and win another fucking Lombardi, baby.